This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this midweek edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd, and here with me, I have Rich Lotto. What's going on, man? Woo, I'm chilling, man. How's your back? What? <laughs> My back? What do you, what? Yeah. You know, you know, where are we going with you know, this? You may, you may have to do some carry job tonight. Oh, but, okay. Uh... <laughs> okay. I was say, hey, hey, bro, don't ask me about my back. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. Well, what? Okay. Yeah. So, um, NXT TakeOver in your house 2021. That's the, the whole uh, date for it because last year they did it in your house and it had to differentiate it. I don't know. Whatever. But um, we're going to get to that. And they're also going to get to Starman's pay per view uh, that is in a like, what, eight hours, something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's start off with uh, TakeOver. I. Um, had been far behind on all the wrestling, all the wrestling I had to catch up on. I've done a lot of catching up on between Stardom and AEW in um in NXT, and I have just caught up on the last I think it's four four episodes of NXT, and to see where they were um in their mid cycle for TV and to see where they ended up at it's. It's fucking mystifying. I do not understand how we end up with this as a car for a takeover. This screams to me, we are not giving y'all any hot shit until we have actual fans in the building. Like, that's what this car looks like to me. Like, yes, we have all of our main inventors, aside from Finn Balor. Like, we have, all our, we have you know, Cross, who we've been pushing as a champion. Um, we have uh, O'Reilly. We have Gargano. We have Balor. Or not Balor. Um, we have uh, Dunn, and we have Cole in this match. And we're we're just gonna have a five way, and they'll just have a great match around. Where it's basically four just of the best wrestlers in the world, plus Cross as just this big monster that'll do all the all his stuff he does that he does well, and that should be a great match. The build to it absolutely fucking sucks. <laughs> Rich, do you have any thoughts on on this stupid ass build? Because I'll I'll go through right. it piece by piece. Like. I, I remember um, when this was announced, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And um, you got those four, uh, you got, I guess, one baby face in the match and four heels. Yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah, very. <laughs> um, I, I, the only thing I can think of is they're trying to clear out 
the old guard of main eventers by just having Cross beat them all like at once. So someone new can step in, but I don't know who the fuck someone new is. So um, maybe that's not the case, but that's just like the idea I had about it. Um, a five way match, ugh, whatever. Like I, <laughs> um, like think about think about how how like uninterested we were in except for understanding what they were trying to do with Orange Cassidy in the three-way and how we were like, it's, you have a pay-per-view, you have, you have only a finite number of pay-per-views and you have a fucking title belt that's your, your number one gimmick to, to try to coax people into buying your, your, or watch your show, right? Why on God's green earth would you muddy that up by saying that we can't figure out one contender? We have to come, we came out with multiple ones. This is worse. They have twice as many contenders as, as AEW did for their title match. That's stupid. Um, I don't know when the last time Adam Cole won a match. Uh, they changed his music, so he's just like missing that. Um, the Kyle O'Reilly shit is flopping from what I hear. That cool Kyle shit, like that shit is whack. The cool Kyle um, shit has been done in like a month, but yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Like, it's whack. So like they, they killed that, that shit. Like they so killed they, that shit immediately. Yeah. Remember, I was telling you about like, yo, bro, like he has too many gimmicks on, like the denim jacket and the glasses and the fedora. Is like you can wear two of those. You can't wear all three. Like he wore that one time and then like he basically got rid of all of that. So, um, oh, like yeah, that cool well, shit was like a one week thing. Look, look, at least you got your Pete Dunn versus Johnny Gargano match. Oh, f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the worst part was the worst part is um while they're having their their uh their triple threat contendership match before um Adam Cole just blows it up right like Cole and O'Reilly and Dunn are in there and they're just it's just awesome like it's just a, it's just like all these awesome spots and everything else and they're working hard and everything and it goes like 18 20 minutes something like that and then out of and they and out of nowhere Adam Cole just runs in with a chair and beats all three of their asses um they there was they all had some fight in them but it's like uh, these these three people that are all des- you know deserving contenders because one just was a, the North American champion one uh buzz thro- saws through people and has a goon like done the other one is O'Reilly who just beat you know the former NXT champion um on the last pay-per-view uh O'Reilly yes those are all logical contenders so who's gonna win and Adam Cole comes out who lost his lost the, the fucking main event last show I'm like nah I want I'm, I'm in here why because I don't like because I hate uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I'm just like it's such a weak, it's such a weak, lazy job of doing that. Like obviously it's supposed to be cheap, but it's like we couldn't have like broke this up into like two or three different matches to come up with something you know more palatable as a as a um, card. Because like we'll get to it, but like every, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to get to it now. The Mercedes versus uh, Zaya thing just so weak. Is like what is he even doing on here? No disrespect either one. I like both of them, but like on a on a two show build, they got to that, and it's like none of this is earned. It was random. She had uh, Zaya been off TV from from like months, and then like oh there she goes. It here's your spot. Like why? Tony Storm, DMP sideline. Yeah, they, I, I was gonna say what happened to that Tony Storm and uh what's her name uh girl Shasi uh, Blackheart. No. Um, oh Zoe the, Zoe Sky. Yes, or Zoe that, Stark or whatever. Zoe Stark, that's right, not Zoe Sky. Zoe Sky is in um is the indie wrestler. Um, yeah. So, 
they had that match uh, two weeks ago or last week. Gotcha. Yeah, they did. I don't it. Know. Yeah. I, when I see stuff like this, I just I always say, oh, they're trying to make sure that performance center is working and see, and see, this is a make or break. If this shit stinks, like you may not see her no more. Yes, that 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 is true, and also the thing is like you look at you know it's one thing where it's like with Cross and with Raquel at the last takeover it's like okay they made new champions um, that's away from the old guard that's established fine whatever but now that um, Cross is not in there with Finn Balor now that Raquel is not in there with Io Shirai now comes the real test. Right, Look. like you talk about the real test. What would the real test be? The real test is the, the real test cometh uh, this weekend because Raquel versus Ember. I've seen that match before. It's actually a really good match, right? That's really a good match. It's actually a really good match. Um, but once you exhaust through Rhea, who's I, not I there, hope, who's not there anymore. I was gonna say, I hope um, Ember Moon doesn't have have an off night, right? If she does, right. Oof. <laughs> because you know, because, you know the, the what the match with Rhea was. We're just big, we're just big, strong women that just beat the shot of each other. Great with Raquel and Ember, or, or Raquel and Eo. It's em, it's Eo Ember. Do everything around her. <laughs> do everything around her, right? And she's gonna try hard, and she's gonna lift you and all that kind of stuff. And they have they have good matches out of all that. My concern is what happens when it's. Zoe Stark, when it's Tony Storm, when it's um I mean Dakota will bump around for her too as well. Candace will bump around with her too, but it's like they have been brought they have brought these people in. Saray, Saray, who knows when we get to that, but it's like to see that you have that as uh the the women's match, like that's a departure from what we were getting in women's matches and takeover before. Yeah, and that's Blackheart. Far, as far yeah. <laughs> Shotzi, Shotzi was taken off air for the angle to get Ember into Tall Shot because you look at this card and you look at all the title challenges that we just talked about with Adam Cole. Adam Cole has no business being in a title match. Just they 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 had to come up with some bullshit to get him in there to be able to do the thing as opposed to just doing the thing and making it making it make sense, right? Ember, Ember has like there is no contender. There is no number one contender for the women's title except for EO in a rematch. They didn't want to do it here, so they decided. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is put Ember in here. New champion, come, come get a W. Like, yeah. that's what this is. Which is which is yeah. fine. Which is fine. Um, I think it'd be better if it was on TV, but whatever. Um, and you know you had that with Mercedes and Raquel a few weeks back. So this ain't her first, you know, title defense. Um, but I just wish it would have been somebody more dangerous. Obviously, somebody with this obviously the skill, but it's like she Ember wasn't focused on that. Ember was focused on the tag team, the women's tag team titles with Shotzi, and this is how they pulled her into it. Which is like you pulled me into it. Like that's kind of what you want with the babyface get pulled into when they're the champion or whatever else, or to get pulled from chasing after something, not to like get pulled into a title shot. That's, I, it's rarely done this way. It's rarely done this way. Um, yeah. So, so like how did Ember Moon like get like the like how did they determine she was the challenger? Did they just like announce this or like did she beat anybody? Like this this is what happened. What what did what they do? This is what happened. Raquel and Dakota wanted a woman's title shot. Everize came out and said, Why are you being so greedy, Raquel? You're already the champion. You're a champion. You're you're a champion. 
looks at Dakota, you not a champion, not a champion, which I fucking howled. I've used it, tw- I've used it multiple times <laughs> in threats because I like, I like, I just love like the the the. The way NXT treats Dakota compared to some of our friends. So, goes back to Raquel and says, champion, clearly champion. You, not champion. So, they got offended and they want uh, Candice and Indy's women's title titles. But, because of that promo, they acknowledge Elephant in the Room, which is like, if there is a contendership list, people above you, Dakota and Raquel, would be Shotzi and Ember. So they had a match, and I forgot how they got out of it. But at the end of it, it was Raquel beating the living shit out of uh, Shotzi and laid her out, like took her out. So and Ember and Dakota had was holding Ember back to where Ember couldn't stop it. So then the next week she's like, "I want, I'm going to hold up the show until you come out here and want to fight." They fought for a little bit. Dakota came from behind and, and beat her down. And then it was Dakota versus um, Ember this week on NXT. And Ember had her number until Raquel came in and um, broke it up. D- DQ, Ember wins VDQ. They go to gang beat down on Ember. Ember gets Dakota out of there. Uh Raquel goes to give her the choke bomb, power bomb, eat, uh, and Ember turns into a modified Eclipse, and then goes to the top ropes and hits the full Eclipse, and then Raquel sold like as if she got shot with a gun, which was fucking hilarious. She sold like, she, look, she got hit, and she never got back up. Um, so that's that's how they got to this. Was Man. it was it Ember winning a bunch of singles matches? No. I was going to say. No. I was going to say, it sounds inspiring. Like, <laughs> like, I get the part where, like, you're fighting for your friend, but it's like, you made us... You made this. We, it, you made this. It's about, it's, but it's about the belt. Like, fuck, well, fuck your friend. Right. 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 Um, so, that is, that is Women's Bash. That is the... I feel almost feel like we got to make another pass through the uh, the Adam Cole thing. But we'll, we'll get to it later, I guess. Or do you want to address it now? Because the Adam Cole thing is just a mess. Adam Cole's a dork. Um, <laughs> I, like, he shouldn't be here anymore. No. Uh, Neither should Johnny. Like, like it's like it's a it's a black mark on a promotion, but like you know, Triple H had that call uh this week where he sounded absolutely insane, like just completely had it up to here, frustrated, uh letting shit slip through as just like funny. Um this and- is, Go ahead. I, I think the thing for him that stuck with him is like he has nothing to bounce this off of. He has no fans in the building. Oh, I'm sorry. He has sycophants in the building. He has sycophants. He has people that will root for Austin Theory in the opener against Oni Lorcan in the building. Yeah, I mean, like he, like he won't know until he, he gets. He leaned on his. I say he leaned on his classic. You know, blame the fans, the WWE line, like how they always do. Um, but yeah, like, like we've diagnosed the problems, like with these people still being here eo showing back up apparently this week and it's like yeah. what the fuck do you do with her now like i, I oh you know what like, they're gonna do they're gonna have make her EO- a tag team whisper <laughs> oh so right no no no, no. A- i was gonna say, no no i was gonna say that like because i haven't heard anything about a resigning or, unless unless you're aware of it um I, haven't I, have, I have heard nothing yeah like her contract comes up this summer so <laughs> chances are Get her to uh, 
get her to a Raquel rematch at TakeOver, have Raquel beat her, and then after that, they send her off and then make her, and then try to sign her to be an ambassador so she never wrestles again, like how they did Kyrie. I'm, I'm imagining that's the plan. I mean, we don't got to worry about her going back to evil, so like maybe she wants to like stay in America or something. Would you want her to stay in America? I I, I don't know. Like, like I... I don't like she can't be the champion again in NXT, so it's like no, 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 no. But do my, something new. It, do something new, like what? Go to the main roster. <laughs> Why not? Why not get chased around by Lily the doll? You know, moonsault on the doll. I think we know? can find. I think we can find something more, um, more stimulating for the best woman's talent in the world to do. I'm, I, I just think. I just think there's something else we do. Like you know, she could go back to stardom. And make you know, and get that pay bump, you know, after she took a pay cut to, to work in the fucking PC the last year because of the fucking pandemic. Man, yeah, it, it, I don't know because <sighs> like it's even bad now. Like I, I would say, what would you want to like stay in fucking Florida here? But like it's kind of getting better. Like Japan ain't exactly a haven right now um, with the COVID stuff, but. Um, yeah, it's just like all these people like their arcs ended and they're still hanging around. So, right. Like, and and I don't it, know. And it'd be one thing if it was um, they they have not done a good job with they've done a good job with elevating people. They haven't done a good job with picking spots for getting getting telling people to all right. We got to put you over here. Like Johnny has done some really fun stuff with the way and Candace as well. And um I'm trying to think who else uh who else oh, and Ciampa and, and Thatcher are a good tag team, right? But they still insist on putting Johnny on like every other show. Mm-hmm. And like when you when they you know when the last takeover happened when they took Adam Cole off TV for a couple months or basically six weeks and the same for EO it was like Alright, well, are they gone? Are they coming back? Are they dead? Did something happen? Like these are <laughs> the top stars. These are the top these are two of the you know five biggest stars in the in the, the promotion. They're gone. We don't and they've been gone for a month and a half. Where are they? Are they hurt? Are they on the Keith Lee program where we just we're not supposed to ask nothing? Like we're, yeah, we're not we're supposed to just shut the fuck up and, and hope some information comes out. I'm saying like, but if that is the Keith if they are you know, you know what I'm saying, like you like so where are they? Because it's like they're off the shows because you're trying to elevate people when I appreciate for hit row, but there's only one hit row. <laughs> These are, you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's only one hit row where it's been a smash success of just great character work and, and overness or whatever else in the last six weeks around some good wrestling. It hasn't been like some, you know, oh my god, like Bronson Reed, he won the, the North American title. Like he's not more over than than, than uh, Swerve right now. Hell no. Yeah, yet yeah, hit row nowhere to be found. But hopefully, they'll make some type of appearance on the show. I, I'm still I. The only thing that can make sense of that is they're waiting to until there's a crowd, so they yeah. can bring them out there and be like they get they, they got their win or whatever else they got built for you know uh, what would it be three multiple months as opposed to quote unquote hot shotted in like the middle of like in like basically like a four week span or three week span. So I I'm, I really don't have much of a problem with it, and also. I also, I one of the things I do like about this show is it seems like they are adding factions, like between that diamond mine thing that's gonna come out. I don't, 
I don't know what, but like in Hit Row, in Legato, in Imperium, and uh, The Way, like it seems like they're getting into trios or whatever else, which is funny because of the AEW stuff. Because um, <laughs> it's like, no, ain't, a, ain't, a problem, how, ain't a problem with NXT does it. it. It ain't a problem with NXT yeah. does it, but when AEW does it, it's like, oh, there's too many factions. Shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's... it's- it's funny. Um, so can we talk about that the the Eli Drake ladder match now? Oh yeah, let's get to it. Eli Drake. First, I love Ted DiBiase. I have always loved Ted DiBiase. I will always want to see Ted DiBiase in anything, uh-huh. like because I I feel like his gimmick is like you can bring him in any time, and I'm talking like in WWE. He should always like like every three to five years, somebody should get in trouble and like. DiBiase needs to loan them money or something, and, <laughs> and they're like a, a you know indentured servant to him, or like some shit. Like he he's threatening to buy the company or some shit like that. Like something weird should happen. Yeah. He should always have a storyline. Yeah, basically, like is either DiBiase or Flair are always trying to take the company from Vince. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I I love seeing DiBiase. I love seeing the million dollar championship. Uh, most of the stuff I've heard about with Cameron Grimes is funny, but LA Knight, no. Like I don't. <laughs> want to see him in a ladder match i don't want and they see another ladder match um for the is it this is for the million dollar championship yeah so i don't yeah. know if it's an outlaw title but um i don't know man like i i have no worry about cameron grimes in, in this match uh we're gonna see if la knight really wants to you know does he want to subscribe to the ec3 form i was of, thinking of the same thing <laughs> Or is he going to be a bitch? So we're going to find out. Look, I mean, given that all he does is, is basically be the rock, like, I remember that 98 uh, SummerSlam. Bro, did you, hear, did you hear Mark Henry talk about him? Like, he was like, bro, you're not the rock. Like, like I was with the rock. You're not the rock. Like, I'm apparently, it's a clip I heard uh, huh. busted open. I was like, wow. Someone actually said it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Um, the thing, the yeah. thing for me is like, if this had been a singles match, fine. But once you make it a ladder match, I'm like, one, I, I, I don't know how Grimes get down is with, with with taking crazy bumps and all that kind of shit is. But like, as far as Eli Drake, Eli Drake, I'm not sorry, uh, La Knight, like, he is a good '90s wrestler. You can get some good mileage out of that on a takeover in a singles match. But once you apply, have him do the, the ladder match, I'm like, you are not using these people to their to their strifts. Putting LA9 in, yeah. in a ladder match is not using them to his strifts. Yeah, like, he like, is a guy that's supposed to get heat, talk shit, and bump around and show ass like crazy for the baby face. Like, you can still do that in a ladder match, but like, that's not... You you watch him to be a '90s wrestler and and do that kind of theatrics, not try to climb around. and like that's kind of maybe the I don't know. It's just a weird styles clash because like I know we know what Grimes gets down is in the ring, and we know what L.A. Knights grind get down in his ring, and like there is a middle point for that in a regular wrestling match that can make sense for me. That like oh, yeah, that could be entertaining, but once you throw the latter part, in, I'm just like uh, I don't like it. Don't like it. Just don't. 
yeah, I, I could have passed on this. Um, but this wouldn't have been on takeovers in future in uh, previous uh, uh, iterations. We know this. Like, could it have been like a main event on a on a NXT show? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but not nah, like you know, it's anything with DB. Like, I'm, just, I'm just glad it's not Dexter Loomis. You know, so <laughs> yeah, he is better than Dexter Loomis. That is true. Um, so we talked about this Ily. There's Ily Mercedes. Scene. There's nothing really more to add to it, unless unless that was off air. I don't even remember that was on air or off air. I don't even remember. Like, uh, yeah, like the Dragon Lady stuff. Like, go to hell. I don't. I have zero interest. Yeah, we, it was uh, it was gone. It was gone, and like the shows were good, and then it's back. And like the, the last two weeks for this built to this takeover was was like what? Why? Why is this stuff happening? Like, you tell me what makes more sense for NXT uh, match, Rich Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight for Ted DiBiase's blinged out belt, or Thatcher and Ciampa versus. GYV in a de facto number one contenders match in a tornado tag match. What sounds more like a takeoverish ass show uh, match to, to you? Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think there's a question on that, but maybe they just don't want to. Uh, I don't know. I, they don't, I don't want the show to be too good. What? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like they. Yeah, man, like they figure. Like it seems like takeovers recently like they experiment with like one match or whatever and this is it on this one um i'd have to like look at some of the previous ones like sometimes this year additional cruiserweight match like that one time we got swerve versus um uh what's the santos santos escobar Mm. like usually that wouldn't have been on the takeover but they put it there um now this this one is the experiment on this one and it's like it, oh, and no, outlaw man. Belt is the I, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or no, the Mercedes and Zia Lee one. Oh, that like, was yeah, that one. I mean, both. Of, my point is, both of these matches are matches that would not have been on Takeover in previous iteration. Like previous last three years of Takeovers, that those two matches would not have been on there. They would have put that uh, GYV versus Thatcher and Ciampa number one contendership match on there, or de facto number one contendership tornado match on there, and been like, "Yep, go go out there and get your four and a quarter or whatever else to add on to the uh, the trios match or whatever else." And they had a five way, and then the uh, wo- the women's title match, and they'll call it a day. Um, so we got that match: the Bronson Reed and MSK. They're putting. All their titles on the line, so this is just uh, in your house nostalgia uh, stipulation. They're trying to do the Diesel and um, Shawn Michaels shit with Owen Hart and uh, Yokozuna. I don't remember shit. that at so, all. What year was that? Ninety five, ninety four, late ni- late ninety five. So Shawn's okay. an Intercontinental Champion. Um, Diesel is the World Champion. Owen Hart and Yokozuna are the Tag Team Champions. They do this gimmick where Owen Hart's injured, so Bulldog wrestles the match for him. They beat Bulldog. Dusty finished that shit, but Sean and Diesel have the the belts for one night, and then they vacate them the next day. Okay, um, but this was like fucking hilarious like the click has all the belts they, like the tag belts the IC and the world belt so you know Bret Hart had to be furious that <laughs> night um, <laughs> but when it comes to this and I believe that was like around the time like Bret Hart was wrestling for his fucking jean jacket if I'm not mistaken or his, his ring jacket so um, yeah so this is just goofy I, you know anytime you put your your belts on some anything on the line, someone w- couldn't win them without actually winning them. 
Uh, whatever, but I'm fine with it because a- in storyline, like all of them have been beefing, and they've all been helping. Like MSK has been helping out and been helped by Bronson Reed and Kushida. So whenever they, whenever those uh, MSK tags with singles babyface champion, like those two in particular, they make sense because they've been helping each other out for months. So like that's fine with me. They've been doing that shit before WrestleMania, um, or right during WrestleMania, beginning of WrestleMania. So that's fine by me. Like. And they all have beef with Legato because, you know, Santos, Santos Escobar is a shit stirrer. So that's fine. Like, and they all hate each other. So that's, I mean, that's a, that's quite possibly the best story they actually have. Like, as far as everything wow. making sense, like, they hate each other. They've interfered in title matches, um, on each other's t- title matches. And, like, they're sick of each other. Put them all online. Fine. And they're all friends. I hope. Sure. I hope we get some good gags. Like we need to actually have Doc Hendricks on the show. I believe I heard something that he's going to be involved somehow. Like Michael, Hayes, he will be. But. He was. Um. He actually was doing. Um. On NXT this week, doing. Um. The almost like he was inside of the uh the live the live wire deal. Like giving me the rundown yeah. of, the, of the cards. So yeah, he he's going to be involved. And you know, last year it was just a picture of Doc Hendricks when you know. Uh, Johnny saw a picture of him in his house and then turned the thermometer uh, or the thermostat to 69 in honor of Doc Hendricks on the way out to the uh, <laughs> Keithley match. Does, does, Johnny Gar- does Johnny Gargano get to swing off the house with the rope this year? I don't know. My question is this. Does he come out and lock the key door and then drop the key into his into his uh, drawers like last year? I hope not. Same. Same. <laughs> then he pulled it out the gouge like, please eye bro like, if this if the, this takeover sticks the, they better never say, do t- in your house takeover again i was gonna say the less you can steal from last year the better like yeah. i you know so like, like yeah, bro, com- yeah. completely forgettable takeover until that main event that's, that's really i should take that back because the 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 keith not keith the uh the adam oh my god not adam what the hell am i doing uh the uh Damian Priest and Finn, Finn Balor match was wrong. Finn Balor? Yeah, that match was wrong. So it was a two match a yeah. takeover on a on a takeover. On, you know, takeovers used to get like four or five matches that were all raw. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're gonna the, have more fans. Then. Uh, they're gonna try to allow like three hundred people in there. So, oh, so it'll be so like full cell. more crowd. Yeah. So. Uh, I just hope the NXT uh, lady doesn't yell at me all night, and I just like, you know. <laughs> the, oh yeah, the, the announcer. announcer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, good God, like. So like, so. when Justin Roberts or any other announcer yells like Lillian Garcia, like did that did that bother? I don't. I remember you saying this this one woman no, noisy, but like, what did she do? Was it her voice? Like, is she shrill or something? I think it's, I think it's her voice trying to. Uh, it's like the the gruffness. Or whatever it's like yo y'all are clearly making this woman talk like this like there's no way that she that she kind of speaks like this it's like like it's like all the <laughs> all that shit i'm like come on man like i mean all right <laughs> um yeah so i guess at this point is poppy going to be on the show poppy is not going to be on the show she will be sidelined just next to tony storm and io shirai and, and hit row I like, feel like we got to start asking this now. Like, will, will Poppy be there just at, at, at random? It, you know, Triple, it, H, Triple H down with the Poppy. Poppy was on the show this week um, to further the storyline with M, uh, Indy and Dexter Loomis. Uh, they have now found out that uh, 
it was not Dexter that sent those flowers to Ember and um, Shotzi. It was Candace that actually gave the flowers under the guise of breaking her heart so that she will focus on getting helping Candace get these fucking tag titles that she wanted. So that happened. She's like, well, let, you know, I told him to beat it. Let me go find him and try to make it work out or whatever else. And then um, this week, Poppy showed up and him and it's Poppy backstage with Regal and Triple H. And it is the oldest of old segments they've ever done. You remember how they said that DX was like them? The joke is like they're old now and they're doing like these lame things because they're old. This was straight out that same playbook. They were like, so, you know, you do so much music for you. We want to know when we can get some more music to work for NXT. He's like, well, I'm dropping an album. When are you going to drop the album? Right now. Right now? How? And then she presses the button on her phone. And she's like, wait, so you wow. tell me, so you wait, they're able to make these face like they're fucking astonished. You're like, wait, so you mean to tell me that y- you with your phone can release your album right here, right now? Wow. Technology. <laughs> I was like, you, God damn it. I got Jerry Triple H. <laughs> so, can't, so can't, I can't wait to see Shawn Michaels typing with one finger on Sunday. That's exactly, that's exactly what I, yes. So once that happened, right, uh, Loomis comes into the picture and then hands her a drawing that says Poppy. Poppy looks at it, smiles, says thank you, hugs Loomis. And then as she hugs Loomis, remember, Indy's been looking around for Loomis, sees Poppy hugging Loomis, runs off crying, leaves the premises. And so it goes another way. She may come back with a gun. Look, she... Look, yeah, look, look, you want, hey, want to get me NXT, to watch NXT? NXT look, parking lot. NXT look, parking lot. He's going to the trunk. Like, <laughs> you so, want to get me interested in NXT? Let, let so, uh, Indy Hartwell show up with a gun so, <laughs> looking for Poppy. So, so later <laughs> on in the, the show. they done this year. So later. Yes. Threat, threatened uh, uh, mass shooting. Yes. That <laughs> intrigue. Yeah. Like, so next. So later on in the show, Candace. Because she'd been caught, like, you know, lying about the Loomis thing, is trying to get in her into Indy's good graces again, says, Poppy's here, and Poppy, what you did is unacceptable, and you need to need to come out here right now and handle it, or I'll see about it in the in the NXT parking lot. When she said when she mentioned the NXT the danger of the NXT parking lot, I howled because we talk about it all the time. Now they're aware of of, of it, and like it's, it's in the storyline. Like it's danger out in the streets. It's danger out in the streets. So Poppy comes out, says, I, "I'm not a fighter, but I know someone who is." What, and what are we gonna together. do? What are they gonna do? An NXT parking lot brawl match? And I'm not talking Rich. about the Adam Cole versus the Double Teams ring. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an actual stipulation, like the the and, and playing on the reputation, the NXT parking lot brawl, and then you can have people getting whooped out there, and then you know in the background. Look, I'm not talking about them all. Look, I'm not talking about them. You know, getting their their cars together in a circle and going honk honk, like like not that. You knew exactly what I was about to say to you. you, you, you saw that terrible ass match. Remember when they ran up the street and then they ran back? Yes. What? Why? Oh my it god! It is too parking lot, man. You can argue Adam Cole ain't been right since. <laughs> <laughs> 
true. <laughs> oh Immediately my God. lost the title after. <sighs> Holy shit. Um, okay, oh, so they got- had that match. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's the that's the only like fully outside match I I can recall in NXT uh in recent years. Um, they had obviously they had some matches that going out to the parking lot like that fucking one fight on heartbeat and they fight on top of the trailer oh, or you know what um, maybe they should just stay away from or the, right from outside or uh they had one where like when Cross at first came back from the shoulder injury where he fought um. He fought Santos and Legato kept interfering and he basically like ripped the fucking car up uh, or a trailer uh, truck up or whatever in a way to getting into the into the building to finish the, the match, which was it's actually a good match. But that's like the only one where they went outside and done some shit and then came back and, and it was a good match. Like, so you might be right. That, that, that might have been the one where like, they, we, all right, we finally did it. We finally got ourselves a good outdoors leave match. Alone. Leave it alone. Uh, but yeah, um. Yeah, I'm I'm more excited for what's happening after this cycle on TV. Uh, as far as building towards whoever out of those out of those uh, Ford losers, but <laughs> it gets a title another title shot. Uh, working their way through that, you know. So, um, and I'm interested to see what they do with Hit Row. Like Hit Row can come out every single week for all I care, um, and just talk shit and beat up geeks. Like <laughs> they're, almost, they're almost like the damn NWO. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I'm really trying to see is. Hit row, so. Yeah, I'm interested to see um, whenever this diamond mine faction comes out, because like add to these factions, you know, might might get a trios title, Rich. <laughs> um, yeah, that I, that's all I got for uh, that preview. Should be a good show as far as wrestling. The direction is a mess after they had fixed the direction, but uh, it it was it was a good five months of NXT this year. It was a good opening five months. It really was, and then th- this happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, it well, really was. I guess there's there's only one thing left to do then, James. Gotta hit the music. <laughs> All right, stardom. Before you start, vote for us in the One Nation Radio draft. Right. Um, I'll put the links in the description for you to go um, vote. Um, but yeah, check out check out the cards. Make the right decision. Be on the right side of history. I'm I'm not copying Baron Corbin promos. What am I doing? This this how you this this how you lose votes. Never mind that. Never mind it. Just. Use your br- well. That's, that's somebody else's catchphrase. Uh, make a sound decision. Make a sound decision. Um, so, uh, yeah, Stardom, Tokyo Dream, Cinderella. This is a pay per view that has been pushed back two weeks after the most important thing, or one of the most important things, um, the Cinderella tournament got pushed back. Not once, but twice. So they're saying, fuck it. Let's just do the Cinderella Tournament uh, semifinals here on the pay-per-view because we were supposed to build, use the winner to build towards the pay-per-view match, but screw it. Let's just do it here and we'll put that down the line. Um, It stinks for me because I wanted uh, Tam in a 
another banger match, but whatever. Um, I'm sure that whatever they do on this under this weird undercard will um, be interesting. But um, we still have a marquee main event match, which is Utami versus Shuri. Um, yes, Sorry. I said yes, but we do. Yes. So, man, Rich, they have been wrestling over and over and over in quote-unquote outpost matches and in the build for this for like in trios and in tag matches, all sorts of ways. And I'm telling you, bro, <laughs> it's finna go off. It's finna, it's finna go off this, uh, in a few hours, bro. Like... Sherry out here going deep into the bag in the la- in the uh, the go home show the go home Corgan Hall show. She breaks out a spinning hand scissors, which I don't think I've ever seen her uh, do. She breaking out Casador bulldogs, like it, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Like uh, it's gonna be technique versus power. Um, it's gonna be a lot of just running, hard work, effort, energy, and passion. And honestly, before I thought, I, I hope. That's Right, and before I thought that, uh, I really hoped that Shuri would win, but now at this point, um, I don't know if you've seen Utami's gear, uh, new gear, but they basically had Utami and Shuri both come out for the Corrigan Hall show, where they basically preview what their gear is going to be on pay-per-view, like, and, like, Utami's new gear is incredible, um, but, uh, either way, like, I'm at the point now where it's like, they can keep it on Utami, and, I mean, I, I didn't really think they need to get it off her, because it's not no big deal, but I thought like the way they built they've built Shuri for since she came through the door in stardom in uh beginning of two thousand twenty to now is appropriate for her to win, win the championship at this point. That is perfect timing. But if whoever wins, as long as they don't give me a draw, um, and they give me a clean finish, this is a success. Like Utami, um like she she, she is really really flourish in this role as champion in a way that I did not think was going to happen when she won the championship in November. I, th- I thought it was too early and she kept having matches that said, shut up, James, shut up, James, shut up, James. But now like the poise is the poise and presence on a higher level than it was before when she even became a champion. Um, once you see this new gear, you'll be like, okay, I understand why James feels this way. Like this, like she's not going to be you, she, the, the interview she did recently. You sent the one that you sent to me. Yes, yes, and this is what I'm talking yeah. about with like the poise, like the, the, the roses when she came out. Like, um, I think that she started in November when she actually won the title right before. Um, and I thought it was a cool touch as well. But like, you know, she got into stardom because of uh, into wrestling because of EO, and like to see like you see some of the EO presence in in her, and like. Obviously, she's still kind of shy and everything, but like she's growing into the role very well. And like the match she's having is like on point with is on par with like any other previous champion, um, or good enough uh, to be on par with any other previous champion to start. In other words, like it's not a problem. Like is she as big a star as Tam or Julia or Mayu? No, I I just don't think it matters. I think that's eventually going to come. Whether if it's not immediately, like by the time she's champion again, she'll she'll be she'll be there. Hey, and she's actually getting the main event this time. So, like in that interview, she said uh, she was depressed and drinking and crying at home and thinking this would be different if Mayu was actually the champion. But uh, she's, you know, had great performances since then. So I think she's going to be excited to actually close it out. And she gets to fight Shuri. Man, I th- I think the thing with, I okay, so 
she won the belt in November at the November pay-per-view. And then at the December pay-per-view, she was in the main event against Momo, right? Um, and then the, obviously, you know, it's the biggest show in Stardom's history, get the Red Belt champion, you would like to be in the main event, but she doesn't, there was no story for her, for her there, and whatever match she was going to have got blown up. Like, had it been Kyrie, maybe, maybe she does main event, but end up being Kamatani, and, you know, like, the best story was her versus her tag team partner, so it ended up being what it was, and she had a great match. Um, the last one, the last one's the one where I'm just like, that was stupid. Because you had to be in Utami faction member betrayal thing, and you had the retirement thing at the end of it, and then they said, nah, never mind it. Let's let's put um, Hameka and Micah in a tag match against Shuri and Julia. I didn't like that. I didn't like the title change for that. Like, granted, I'm wrong because the Shuri and Julia uh, tag defense have fucking gone off, but... At the time, it's like, I like the spot all four of them were at once you change that status quo. Now, you kind of have to look at this Cinderella tournament and, like, I think Kamatani's going to win the Cinderella tournament, but if it makes sense for her to win, if but... Uh, Man, Donald Domando came to dominate. Like, like... Yeah, uh, it, that's my point. Like, you split, you, you took the titles off the young, off the people that were you trying to establish... Like and they're not going to win the Cinderella tournament. Like I think that's kind of stinks. But um, back to Shuri and um, and Utami. Like it, it's I I just can't wait. I just can't wait for a few hours from now when this thing like I almost said tipped off like it's a basketball game. But like once this bell ring is on, like they're going to kill it. Um, I'm interested to see. Like I guess uh, I, think, I think Big U is going to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think Big U is going to keep the belt. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense because you look at the Cinderella tournament. The three people that are, that are most that have the only shot to really win it. Sorry, Unagi, but two of them are just natural rivals for Utami. Um, so, like, if Mecca wins the Cinderella tournament, she's going to face Utami. If Micah um, wins the Cinderella tournament, she probably wants another shot at the title at the red belt against Utami. Um, Kamatani, if she wins it, she's going to face Tam, but, like, because she just fought, um, Utami. So, like, we'll see what happens. Like, I, there's all, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what her next opponent is after Shuri. Um, maybe it's Julia. Maybe they wait for Julia to win the Grand Prix to get to that point. I don't know, but, um, either I'm just focused on this match right now. And then if you put it on Shuri, there's just, a, you can, she can wrestle anyone. Anyone. So, um, I'm, I'm excited. We're I'm excited. Determine next. So we got Unagi versus Micah, and then Kamatani versus Hameka. Yeah. Um, you know, it is romantic to think about the uh, the teammates uh, facing each other yes. uh, in the finals, but yes. uh, something tells me that's not going to happen. Yeah, because of all of the uh, like we mentioned, Shuri and Utami being linked in all these trios and tag matches on these house or house shows on these road to shows um tam and kamatani have been linked to each other and, and, he's, and they've gone back and forth and draws and laying each other out and all that kind of stuff and like it's almost like they, it, it's almost like they were planning to have kamatani win uh the, the cinderella tournament this year the Kyrie thing fell through for the for uh the the march show so they had to pull kamatani into that 
And then, like, after that, they were like, let's go back to our plans of having her win Cinderella Tournament and face Tam. Um, and then it kept getting delayed and delayed, delayed. So now, like, her moment isn't, like, on this pay-per-view. It's actually, you know, winning the tournament. And then, like, at, at this um, pay-per-view, in th- I think it's in a month or whatever else. I think it's actually on July 4th. Uh, then she'll face Tam. Um mm-hmm. And that's what it seems like. Like, I'm good with any of the three winning between Hameka, Micah, and Kamatani. If they put it on Unagi, I'm like, I don't know what y'all are doing. Like, Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Saya uh, Kamatani yeah. as well. Like, I think she did very well in a red belt match. And then yes. it's, like, natural to move her over to the other belt. Like, if she failed at one challenge, and then you can kind of just right. put her here. And then, you know, you figure it out. Right. And, I, and another thing I like, another thing about it with Kamatani is, like, she, is beca- she has been a lot more consistent like since since that red belt match i don't know if it was something that that match went off and like she had a confidence boost or what but like she her consistency is i i no longer worry and cringe about her going to do spots and is going to be bosh and and wins and then all of a sudden like she goes for a a a, a flip dive over the top and like she somehow like gets caught on the rope and then like her hit her, her shoulders and neck hit the can or the the apron on the corn on outside like i don't worry about that anymore um but yeah so you know it will be fun though to see like mike and Emeka just because they weren't in uh the grand prix they were in different blocks so it'd be, it would be fun to see them eventually but um maybe that's for later down the line like two years from now one of them is a, a red or white belt champion um so we also got this this WCW Battle Bowl match. Um, full war. Is it a is it is that what it is? I don't remember the Battle it, Bowl. It, what are the rules for the it, Battle Bowl? So like WCW Battle Bowl, you have random tag team partners like team up and then like it was like a battle royal like too and I don't know, it was fucking weird. Like like um yeah, it's it's way back there, but I, I just know random tag team partners. Oh, well, wait, that's the, that's the, where, where's one match you're missing? The, uh, well, are you talking about the, like, the Survivor Series match, or are you talking about, like, the, the three-way? That's when they, nah, when they're mixing up all the, all the partners. Well, that's, that, well, let's, let's get to this match first. Oh, okay, I skipped it, I skipped the okay. match. Yeah, my bad, yeah. my bad. But, yeah, so let's, let's get to. <laughs> Stars versus Oedo Tai. Yeah, so, this, they have been feuding with each other since January, Rich. January, um, it stopped going into uh, the the Budokan Hall show, and then it picked back up again. And the last pay per view, they had the same exact match, same stipulation: five versus five, faction versus faction. The last person uh, pinned or submitted, last person that loses has to join the other faction. Um, well, has to join Oedo Tai. If Oedo Tai had lost, they would stars would have said, "You're just." You're just deserted. You're in exile. So, in the last pay per view match, Kama, or uh, Saya Ida, Giant Saya tore ACL. Um, Jungle is not back yet, even though I think she's coming back relatively soon. She was at the uh, Hannah Memorial Show. She did. She did. She took a bump um, to replace the. To replace the bodies, they have they brought back Kaguma. Kaguma is um like 2013 to 2015 stardom. Like, she basically like left as like Momo and Jungle came into stardom. 
Like she's of that. Like she's from like the dojo class with like Azumi. Um, she was a she was a high speed champion. She was a good wrestler, but she was like 16 when she left, so she was only but so good. Um, I I've seen her and known of her because like. She like uh, when people would retire, she would show up and bear gifts and in the ring and hug people. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's Kaguma." Okay, and then you look her up on the wiki or whatever. So I've seen a couple of her matches. She was very, she was good for her age. Um, now she's back. She is. She's twenty three. She. I was uh, gonna say, what is she? Nineteen now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's twenty three. She's on that. Like, she's basically like on the like her Risa Hoshiki program. Um, where you go away for six six years oh, and then you're 23. Please come uh, back, Arisa. <laughs> um, so, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, she, the thing about her is um, she has put on weight since she has been gone from, from stardom. Um, she had two matches uh, since she's been back. No, f- three matches since she's been back. She can still move around the ring very well, so that's not a concern or anything else. I just think the only concern really is for, uh, you know, Rust or whatever else. I think, you know, this match is going to be choreographed, just like all these other multi-man matches and whatever else, or multi-person matches and stardom, so I'm not concerned about that. Um, what I am concerned about is you just did the stipulation. Uh, oh, yeah, and also the, the fifth person to fill out the four, fill out to get the five is Ring Katakor from Marvelous because, you know, Rin got into wrestling because of Mayu. Um, so, like, that stars, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the five from Oedotai. Um, My concern is, let's say Stardom were to win. Or, sorry, Stars were to win, because last time, uh, Stars lost uh, the clown, lost uh, uh, Yoniyama. 50-50, if Stars were to win... Who on Oedotai would you want to be in stars? Given that half the roster is people that turned on Mayu to go to Oedotai. Do you have answers? The only person that I... Sorry? The I would want is Death, but... Death, you can The right only back. person I would want is Death or maybe Konami, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, you're not gonna do it with Konami, so yeah, because that would be like, oh yeah, get just uh, the the really good wrestler, like get her away from like the worst fashion, get her away. Yeah, like if, if they like it's already it's already bad hard enough when it was just B and Konami there, and then it's like they're gonna lose B, they're gonna lose B and Konami in like a month, that's or a month and a half, that's right. really rough. Um, yeah, man, uh, match should be good. Last match was like a three and a half star match, super fun, action packed. Um. I expect more of the same, but I, there's really no real stakes for me in this match except for like. Hey, I don't know. Look, man, Mayu versus uh, the Factory here. I don't, like move this shit on, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would be the most interesting result? Like Mayu becomes goes to Anotai and is now Starlight Kids show, or Starlight Kid moves She's on. He's a slave. No, like I mean, nah, like, she won't be a slave. Because she, look, okay, uh, Yoni, er, the clown is a slave because she's so low in the car. But like, if Mayu or Starlight Kid were to become uh, Oedotai, like, is their faction now? Look, they, they can't. Look, they can't. Look, Starlight no Kid wearing all black now. What? Look, I've seen it before. Halloween show, two thousand nineteen. She's actually a good heel. I wouldn't do it because I, I wouldn't do that because like 
I'm trying to make money here. I'm trying to sell merch. But um, have you seen uh, Starlight Kid's new shirt? No. It's actually hard. I'll send it to you. Um, shirt's raw. It, it's almost like... It's, it reminds me of like a, a lot of those Rey Mysterio shirts. Mm. Of, of the mask or whatever else. But uh, I'll send it to you in a second. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I guess now we can get to the Battle Bowl stuff you were talking about a second ago. Yeah. You know, three-way randomized tag battle. So, yeah. Julia, Natsupoy... Momo Watanabe, Azumi, Tam, and Mina Shirakawa. So, what the fuck happens here? <laughs> so, they, because of, I'm assuming they had different stuff planned, obviously, but they all got screwed up because of the stops of, for Cinderella tournament multiple times. Where And so they came up and we looked up and we're like, okay, we have to do Shuri versus Itami. We've been, we've, we've been doing this for months. We've been doing this for months. Uh, Tam doesn't have who would have been her title uh, uh, challenger because of wasn't crowned yet and then they said let's do a triple threat uh, tag match and then like let's randomize it so and then like what do we do they're going to do something I'm going to hate. They're going to have Bruh, Tam uh, are we, are and we about Julia to have... tagging together. <laughs> are we to, about to see if they can coexist? <laughs> so, so, that, so that neither one of them can get beat. That's just, that, I'm almost uh, I'm almost 100% sure that's going to happen. I'm almost 100% sure that's going to happen. Yo, Tim and Julia, new team on you boys. Are they, will they, oh no, they won't have two matches. What I say, will they be eligible to be drafted in the Social Suplex draft as a tag team? <laughs> you dumb. Uh, yeah, so. Going to be some rough tags right there. Some, some chops for tags. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they, you know, they'll probably be like, "Well, we did it with Tam and Arissa in the tag league 2019." So watch them have these these awkward exchanges where they body slam each other on top of each other for for, for offense and stuff. Man, and like, oh, they're they, they gonna have Natsupoy team up with Azumi. Is this what they're gonna do? I can see that. I can see that. Um, like either way, regardless of whatever, like I trust all six people in this in this match. So like whatever way they put split these people up. Um, like they could do Julia versus Momo because they hate each other's guts now too. So, um, like I'm imagining, like basically it's either it's going to be Julia with Tam or Julia with Momo, all the awkwardness ensues. Um, they could do this. They could do Momo and Julia who hate each other. They could do Tam and Nasapoy who hate each other. (laughs) Oh yeah. They could do that too. Yeah. And then they just put like Momo with Mina, uh, because they had a match at the last pay-per-view as well. So it could just be like. All your recent uh, rivals and, and you know matches with each other from last pay per view, just all y'all tag up together against each other. Like I can see that. Yeah, Azumi just hanging out like man. Oh y'all, so y'all y'all drama man. Like oh y'all just right. drama. All of y'all got drama. I just want to come out here and wrestle really fast and, and be awesome. Um, but yeah, like we'll, we'll see. Like I don't know what this what this is a nothing match. Like there's no stakes. There's nothing of it. Just the fact that like it's a cool visual and they're going to have a, a, a good ass match. Like that's, there's nothing to it as far as like what it mean. What does it mean? It means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. Um, that's really it though. Right. Yeah. Or is there, there's, there's a uh, pre-show match. It's, uh, yeah. Hina versus Rena versus lady C. Yes. So. Um, lady C who has graduated from trash to mediocre. Congratulations to her. She can be carried. She can now be carried to good six-minute matches, which is back in November. Or sorry, back in November, I did not see this happening for her uh, this soon. Um, so I'm, 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 
I would say happy for her. <laughs> because, and I think this is where she gets her first win. I think she gets her first win um, on this pay-per-view right here, beating uh, one of the two-handed twins. Man. Um, but, you know, we talked about it. Seven matches. Um, I trust... And this is tomorrow. Or tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Okay, the show will be done by the time we wake up in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. Um. Well, by the time you wake up, I'm staying to watch it. I've already, t- oh. I've already, I've already called Bank this of America. Is- I've already, t- I've already, uh, <laughs> you know, told them to unblock my car so I can pay uh the, our fine, our fine um friends in Japan. And um, this man I'm- has 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 took a bean to ensure he will not be sleeping. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god! This man is rolling. Um. So. <laughs> Uh no, <laughs> but but I will be up oh, to watch shit. it. Uh, show starts at three. Or no, the pre-show starts at two forty-five, like that that um dark match. So um, I'll, I'll be up to watch it. Man, uh, but um yeah, on Monday we'll review all of the stuff from this show and from Takeover, and it should be a really good week of a weekend of pro wrestling, regardless of how they got there. <laughs> Man. Yeah, man. So I, I guess it's almost time for uh, Friday Night Dynamite, which is, man, I, I can't lie, man. It's a struggle to, to be up this late. Like, the show <laughs> starts at 10, and, like, it's cool. It's like, oh, shit, that first hour, like, it's like, hell yeah. And then, like, like, by the time, like, 11, 15 comes, you're like, yo, it's fucking late, like, on the low. Like, what the fuck? Like, so, yeah, um, I, I, I can't wait till they're out of that time slot and back in their normal uh, flow of things. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you wanna you wanna drop to the people? Check out my new music video. Think about a check. Uh, trying to think. Uh, the Matt Cardona and Nick Gage angles they're doing are awesome. Oh, they um, are. That's yes. Cool. Like, so Nick Gage was having a match. Cardona came out dressed like a druid, right? But yes. instead of like. He, he was, like, moving like he was moxie. He was doing right. that shoulder roll thing right. and all that goofy shit. And then he does hits him with the Death Rider. And then, like, uh, crowd goes ape shit because they think it's moxie. Fucking Cardona pulls the mask off. And then, like, everybody's, like, going through stages of grief. Like, right. I can't believe this motherfucker done got me. Boo! And right. it's, like, real right. heat. Apparently, Nick Gage has, has attacked Cardona um, during one of his major figure podcast shows. Like a live show he was doing. So, wait, yeah, was it like really a wait? Wait, he attacked him in his home or? No, he like he was doing a live show oh, and okay. Nick Gage attacked him at the show. So uh, who knew a hot summer feud? Nick Gage, and Matt Cardona, and, and like it, it actually sounds like they're they're doing pro wrestling, right? So who's booking angles and shit? And so this is for GCW, correct? Yes. Okay. So when you when is the match expected? Um, so it's GCW Homecoming Night One, whenever that is. So I'm July assuming that's 24th. like June, July or something. Oh, July fourth. Okay. July twenty fourth. Okay, yo, bro. Everybody's starting up like July. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody. Like, this is, this is it. We ready? Like OTT. Like their first show back. I think is the eleventh. Um, WWE show start like beginning of July. Like when does uh, AEW start back and with crowds on the road? I think the first week of July, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, half the country or close to half the country is uh that fully vaccinated. Hey, it, it, it's, it's about time for me to. It's been about three months since I had it, so it's about time for me to get poked. Can't wait. <laughs> I had to figure out how to do that. So, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll holler at you offline. But like, um, they uh, they they have places where you just pull up, like it. Oh yeah. Catch it. Get get vaccinated in your car on the drive through. So that's where I got my second dose I, in a drive through, not not a drive through like I'm in a checkers drive through, but like or a McDonald's yeah. drive through. But like this, like it was a it was a YMCA. They had like a bunch of lines or, a, you know, a, a big maze of lines of people to pull up and stop and answer questions and all that kind of stuff for getting vaccinated. And then they like stuck you in the car and they handed you your your um your your your, your vaccination passport. <laughs> So, so I'm going to run our card down one more time um, for those of you for the social suplex fantasy draft. Um, if I can just find it real quick. <laughs> um, so our final card is compelling in our main event. Yeah. <laughs> our main event, Kenny Omega versus Walter. Uh, John Moxley versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, Scott in a hell of war match. First blood, no DQ ambulance. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tessie Naito. Darby Allen versus Pete Dunne in an I quit match. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus MJF and Wardlow in a grudge tag team match. Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet. A Lucha Libre two out of three falls match. Tyler Bate versus Bandito, a big strong boy match. Mayu Iwatani versus Thunder Rosa. Rhea Ripley versus Mako Satomura, the new NXT UK Women's Champion, and a Survivor Series match between the Street Profits and Top Flight against Imperium and uh, Champa and Thatcher. So uh, go ahead, find the link, vote for us. Uh, we don't want no bullshit this year. We we, we want we want the crown. <laughs> we want the gold. <laughs> oh, so speaking of the gold, the, the dusty voice. So. I was thinking about six the, years since Dusty Rose's death. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I was thinking of actually. Uh, okay. Um, well, I was thinking of while watching NXT um, from this week, the Go Home Show about the the um, million dollar championship match or, or you know the million dollar man belt. I was thinking to myself like, if Cody wasn't such a mark for his daddy's wrestling, like he'd be he'd be furious that he wasn't involved in this ladder match. <laughs> this, this eight, like he's fighting for an '80s prop. He did that. He did that at all in. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I hope. I hope that. Uh. Probably not because we are talking about starting right now. But I hope that like <laughs> Floyd, an hour and six minutes into this show, he feel like he. I listened for an hour, and that's how. And he, you throwing shots at my guy? Yeah, got it. Got to give you one. You get one, at least one. Uh, well, that's it. This show, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to read us on whatever app you're using to listen is with. Um, go to the Red Circle uh, and hit us with donation. Um, I also dropped the link in the description for the uh, to vote for um, one issue radio for the Soul Suplex uh, uh, cards or fantasy cards. Um, also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash social suplex and pick up some official social suplex podcast network merchandise the newest shirt is always on top rich uh i did not mention this uh but uh stardom after uh saya tore acl they ha- obviously vacated the futures belt and they're having a future mm-hmm. tournament 
And the two people that are in the final are Mina and Unagi. This is a junior. This is a what? junior. Hold on. What? Right. This, Hold on. This is what? A future uh, are you telling me? Built. Are you telling me like the the mid generation? They put the mid generation like you know the the, the twenty eight year olds well, twenty the the ones that's supposed to appeal to them like they in this match. No, because remember the rules for the future belt was always at first until recently changed was either under twenty or two years or less of experience, and then when. Then when Saya won it, they changed it to three years. Uh, so that still includes Unagi and Mina. So, <laughs> so even for a young, for a young girl, young boy's belt, we got olds on top. So I just wanted to bring, <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. Olds on top. Uh, <laughs> I saw that last night, and I was like, "This is some, this is some American wrestling scam shit." They are both thirty. So Kenny Omega versus Moose tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be in Daly's place. So, um, wait, is pay per view? Paper or uh, Impact Plus show? Oh, okay. So okay. I'm sure there's a way to to get it. I'll Impact check. Plus. I'll check out. I'll look out for it if it. Uh, I get hear good uh, reviews from which you know probably will be because they've been basically running around each other uh, for for a few months now. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, to finish uh, closing out the show. Um, check out the other shows in the network. On uh, on this network, you get One H Radio. You get Keeping It Strong Style. You get the Rick and Clive Wrestling Podcast. You get Growing Watches Shit. You get the Great Consequences Podcast. You get Eight Bit Suplex. You get All Things Elite, and you get Great Match Generator. So check it out. Tap in. Hey, new new interview uh, Danny had with um, the author of the Hundred Bloodiest Cage Matches. I'm gonna check that out. What Was it Josh Smith? Phil Schneider. Oh no! It, uh, it apparently not. So uh, another gentleman named Phil Schneider. So check that out. I know. I know what to get Josh for Christmas. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, y'all. Later.